Dallas Cowboys Executive Vice President Stephen Jones. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, guys. How much more excited are you to be on with us today as opposed to a week ago today? <laughs> I think that goes without saying. Obviously, we went from playing our worst game of the year, uh, you know, and it wasn't just uh, one or two uh, people. It was uh, across the board, I think, as a team, as an organization. We just, uh, you know, it's not what we expect out of this team to uh, obviously playing at a high level uh, across the board. And uh, just uh, hats off to the response. Starts, uh, obviously, uh, with Coach McCarthy and his staff getting the players ready. And then, of course, uh, our leadership on our team then stepping up and having a great week of practice, great energy, and uh, really felt like they would respond. But, obviously, you want to you wanna see it happen. But uh, I really thought our team, uh, you know, from top to bottom, uh, all three phases uh, came to play the game on Sunday and certainly showed when we – uh, you know, when we're on top of our game, which we've been most of the year other than one week, uh, you know, we, we can play good football. I was hoping that you could walk us a little bit more, just specifically your mindset throughout the week. I know everybody said the right thing about the things you just addressed and hopefully that being an anomaly and the worst game of the season. But do you was there ever a time throughout the week that you're like, man, maybe this is kind of what we are, or maybe this is this, or maybe this is that? Like, how, how do you keep maintain your confidence and focus? Well, you certainly uh, have concerns whenever you play like that, but uh, have a ton of confidence in, uh, you know, in the team we've put together here. And uh, whether it's uh, our coaching staff led by Coach McCarthy, whether it's uh, – you know, uh, our support staff, whether it's uh, our players, just really felt like these guys would respond and uh, and come out and uh, play like they played. So, overall, you felt good about it, but you got to go out and do it. And all you have to do is look around the league. I mean, there's teams, uh, you know, I think every team in the league now has lost two games. And, and you look at those teams, and, you know, if you don't come out with an edge uh, in our league and, and you don't come out ready to play – you're going to get it handed to you. And uh, uh, certainly, unfortunately, uh, we didn't come with that edge and with that energy uh, against the Broncos. And uh, that's, uh, the, we got the results that uh, is what happens when that happens. And you turn around and you uh, come out the next week and do it totally different, then you get a totally different result. And uh, I think it's a, a great experience. We have a lot of young young guys on this team. The good news is we got great leadership and uh, some great veteran guys as well, whether it's a Dak or a Zach Martin, uh, you know, a Leighton Vander Ash. Uh, uh, you know, those guys came to play and uh, uh, certainly set the tone for the week and uh, think, you know, we'll build on this and hopefully learn from it. Steven, I don't know if you take notes during the game or how you kind of keep track of some of your thoughts as you get prepared for your meeting with Mike McCarthy, but did you happen to just kind of, you know, flag something that said, let's use Dak Prescott more as a fullback in goal line situations when we're up by 20 something points? It was actually the opposite. Let's don't do that much. <laughs> I think he ended up with a strawberry on his cheek, but, uh, uh, certainly, I mean that's it. I mean that's Dak. At the end of the day, we have to protect Dak from Dak because he's the ultimate competitor, and uh, you know that's just the way he's going to play the game. He's going to play to win. He's going to play to score. Uh, you know that's what makes Dak Dak. And uh, he's a fierce competitor. He's a great leader. 
Uh, he sets the tone for this team. Uh, obviously, you could feel it uh, in him all week long uh, that he had something to prove. And, uh, you know, he went out and, uh, you know, just did an amazing job with this football team. Uh, we're so fortunate to have him. But I will say, uh, I hope we don't see that much the rest of the year. So, Stephen, you have three block punts this year. We were talking about it earlier on the show that over kind of the history of, let's just say, the Jason Garrett run Cowboys, there just didn't seem to be many uh, aggressive plays to block a punt. And this year, you guys keep getting these situations where guys are running free and being able to block the punt. Can you talk about the aggressive nature that you guys are going after trying to block punts now? Well, I just think there's opportunities. Uh you know, that present themselves, and Bones does a great job of really game planning uh, those opportunities. There's some games where it's better than others. And then the other thing I think, uh, you know, that uh, we talk about in the personnel room is we do have good personnel on special teams. And obviously, <laughs> Dorrance Armstrong's our main pass rusher out there uh, during the game on defense, but he's still doing his job uh, on special teams as well. Uh, as well. It just shows you what a uh, a team guy, Dorrance Armstrong, is. He's a, an elite special teams player as well. And uh, what a great job he did blocking that punt. And, uh, you know, you, you want to take advantage of opportunities. And uh, I do think our staff does a great job of, uh, you know, doing their work, uh, doing their game planning, and looking for ways to make big plays on special teams. Whenever somebody like Dorrance Armstrong does show out, do you ever want to come on here and gloat? Since sometimes we give you a hard time about Dorrance Armstrong hype, and then when he does this, are you like, I told you, you joker should have listened to me all along? <laughs> well, he's a great football player. And, uh, you know, he's he's not above playing special teams. Uh, he does that at a high level year in and year out. But he also uh, showed yesterday he made big plays for us on defense. A great sack. Uh, he's a uh, we're lucky to have him on our football team he's got great football character uh, you know he's been going through some things uh, personally that uh, we're all uh, rooting for him in terms of uh, losing a family member but uh, uh, and, and working through that but uh, he's a pro and, uh, and as I said we're fortunate to have him I know he's one of Will McClay's pet cats when we drafted him and uh, he certainly played great football for us Stephen Jones joining us here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan, your home of the Dallas Cowboys. We kind of were discussing this at length, and I know y'all talk about self-scouting, self-assessment, looking at yourself and saying, are we good enough here? Can we be better? And I know there are a lot of Tolos out there that are kind of frustrated by what, what's going on with Connor Williams on some of the penalties. And then we look at some of the snaps, and we're like, okay, we see what's going on here. Do you think the quality of play for him is good enough to go past some of the penalties that are happening that, that the team can get by without worrying about it too much? Or does that position still need to – you kind of have to keep an eye on what's going on there? Well, we've got to clean up the penalties. I mean, you, we don't want to – I mean, we've got to work through that. And some of the pen, penalties are legitimate, and uh, as most of them are. I mean, obviously, uh, offensive holding, a lot goes on in our league, and you can't call them all, but – uh, certainly, you know, he's going down that line a little bit where I'm sure people are aware that, uh, you know, the number of penalties he, that, you know, offensive holding penalties he's had. And, you know, as Coach Philbin said in the locker room, we've got to clean that aspect of our game up. And uh, you've got to improve as the year goes if you want to be a championship-caliber team. Certainly, uh, penalties are, are an area where we can be better. And uh, I know Mike's going to 
stress that with our team. He's going to stress it with his staff, with his offensive line staff. And uh, I know we'll be better. Uh, Connor's a conscientious uh, football player. He's a competitor. And I know uh, it's certainly not up to his standard in terms of the penalties. But uh, as you see, uh, you know, when you really turn on the tape and watch it, he does a lot of great things for our team. But uh, as it is with a lot of our players, there's certainly uh, places to improve. And that's one for him. He's got to uh, clean up the penalty aspect of his game. Now, I know Dan Quinn didn't want to go down memory lane last week, but he gets the game ball after. It looked like he had every uh, every intention of making sure he made a statement with this. He gets the game ball afterwards. Do you know where that game ball is going? <laughs> I haven't asked him where it was going, but I know the whole team uh, was so fired up for, for DQ. I mean, he's got such energy, and certainly he wasn't at all pleased uh, with the week before, how we played. Uh, as I said, it was an across-the-board loss uh, for our team the week before, and I know probably more importantly than even beating the Falcons was to uh, come back and clean up uh, you know, a, a really uh, a subpar performance in terms of uh, what we did not only as a team but obviously in his area on defense. But as I said, it wasn't just that. It was special teams. It was offense. We just uh, didn't play well, but I think everybody responded in a, a positive way and certainly to do it. Uh, I know, uh, you know, we we play guys on other teams that have played for us, and they certainly uh, seem to play well. I know we played Xavier Woods up, and he played lights out, which is uh, doesn't surprise me because Xavier Woods, not only a, a really good football player, he's a really good person, and uh, his competitive juices were flowing, and you could see him making plays. So I just think that's natural. That comes with the business of uh, the NFL. You're going to end up going against your – former team at certain times and I think uh most competitive people uh their juices flow at a higher level when they're uh when they're playing against their former team so should we point out that like the Chiefs used to be in Texas and we need to hate them (laughs) or like how do we artificially drum that up well I don't think we need any motivation to get ready for the Chiefs after last night I mean uh certainly they look like the uh Chiefs of old uh of the past uh two Super Bowl teams in terms of uh, how they played the game last night. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to need motivated to know we're going one into a very difficult place to play, but also playing a, uh, you know, a great football team. And certainly uh, they put it together last night and it just so happens it happens to be right as we're getting ready to go play them. So uh, I don't think anybody's going to need motivation to, uh, to come with a, with their a game against the chiefs. The I guess the then I know next week is is going to be the the quick turnaround. But how do you how do you guys work the schedule this week as you start looking at the Chiefs and then the fast turnaround against the Raiders next week? I know the sole focus is the Chiefs this week. Yeah. Uh, certainly, uh, Mike will be working it uh, with his staff on uh, what the uh, long term schedule is. But I can promise you, there's not not anyone in our organization is going to be focused on what happens after the Chiefs. Uh, other than a few people who have to make those plans. And uh, I know Mike's going to have the team, uh, his staff, totally focused on uh, going into a hostile environment and uh, trying to get a victory against a great football team. So you mentioned earlier Leighton Vanderesh's name when you were kind of talking about the leadership. And, you know, Dak Prescott, it's really easy to tell that he's the leader of the offense, really the complete leader of the team. With Demarcus Lawrence pretty much missing this whole season as of right now, would you point towards Leighton Vanderesh being the leader of the defense, or would that be Micah Parsons is more of the Dak Prescott of the defense? 
Well, I just think they do it as a group uh, on that side of the ball. Certainly, uh, we've got young players like Micah, uh, like a Chauncey that are going to step up and, uh, you know, I think ultimately be uh, leaders on this football team. But at the same time, uh, you know, I think as a group, uh, we've just got players who have great football character that step up and uh, really, uh, you know, hold each other accountable in terms of their preparation and uh, what we need to do. Obviously, Layton's been in the building. Uh, when you look at that defense over there, uh, he's been in the building a while. Uh, I'd point to a J. Ron Curse, uh, who's just having a great year as a leader, uh, does a great job. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's just a good group of men who have great football character, who are all rowing in the same direction. Certainly Dak's leadership spills over uh, to the whole team. But it's a uh, – I mentioned Zach Martin. I mean, he's a, a – Tyron Smith or Stalwart's in that offensive line room. Uh, you know, I just think we got a great group of men who, who uh, have a common goal, a common theme, which is to win a championship, and uh, they do it as a group. Now, it appeared as though – Y'all came out relatively injury-free yesterday. I wanted to know if that is factually accurate. And then since you mentioned the Chiefs, how do we feel about the prospects of Tyron Smith being ready to roll for the Chiefs game? I think he's got a real shot. And uh, injury-wise, I do think we came out of it. We'll see. We've got a few guys we're looking at, and we'll see. Uh, you know, who, anytime you play an NFL football game, you're not going to come out totally uh, unscathed in terms of, uh, having some uh, some things that you got to work through, and I know our guys will. But at this point, right now, we don't think we lost anyone uh, right now uh, that can't play against the Chiefs. And uh, I do think we'll add Tyron to the list of guys who will be able to step up and play. I was just, I was just having this discussion. Do you think a that you'll ever have the the team on paper that you thought you would have going into the season, like fully, completely healthy? And what do you think's been like the uh, the key to being able to adapt to all these situations as they come along this year? Well, I do. I mean, I think, uh, you know, the good news is uh, we hadn't really uh, had any, you know, catastrophic type uh, injuries that we've lost key, key players for the year. Now, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, losing uh, Jabril Cox is a tough one, losing Rico uh, Dottle, our third running back, who was really uh, playing great football for us before his injury. I mean, you know, those, those things uh, – don't help, but, uh, you know, our personnel department does a great job of, uh, you know, led by Will of getting guys uh, who can step up and take advantage of that. But when we look at, uh, you know, our guys on the injured reserve who are designated to return, you know, these guys I think are going to be back in the next three or four weeks and hopefully ready for the stretch run. And, you know, if we have some good fortune, we all know the NFL, uh, you know, they can, uh, you can have these challenges in a heartbeat in terms of, uh, injuries or uh, or something to do with COVID, as uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers had to work through with their quarterback. So you know you have your challenges, but uh, uh, I do think we have an opportunity here to get back. Uh, you know, three big time defensive linemen and uh, Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory and uh, Neville Gallimore, who can really make a big difference. We'll see. Now, we had the opportunity to ask Jerry this on Friday when WrestleMania tickets officially went on sale, and we're doing a WrestleMania ticket giveaway this week. Were you ever a big wrestling fan? And if so, who were you rooting for? <laughs> I, was, I was actually not, but I can say this. My wife's brothers who work with us in the organization were big wrestling fans, and I'm not quite sure. I'm sure Undertaker was one of them, but uh, uh, they uh, – 
Uh, they like the wrestling deal. I, I don't think I ever caught myself just dying to get to a wrestling match. But that'll change in April back for <laughs> WrestleMania again, I, I feel like, right? <laughs> I'm sure I'll, I'll want to go out there and take a look for sure. Smart answer, sir. Thank you very much. Congratulations on a huge win and a huge weekend. We will catch up with you again next Monday. Hey, always great to be on, guys.